Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Over the summer, I met up with like a sugar daddy. So his plan was to pay me 10K for peeing on his face. And I peed on his face, I got the 10K, and then I came home and I like blocked him, haven't talked to him since. Two months later, I walk into class, first day of school, first class, he's my professor. Wait, <laughs> wait. Yes, 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 ladies and gentlemen, we are back in the cast. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Pop Culture Podcast. I'm your host, Pop Minnow. You can find me on Instagram at pop.culture or on Twitter at Papa Omino. As always, I'm joined by my co-host, Gabe Apart. Gabe, how you doing? I don't have social media, so no one can follow me or find me. Don't bother. Um, beyond that, I'm okay. How are you? I'm pretty good. I literally just saw you on Twitter. What are you talking about? <laughs> okay, so Twitter's a different thing, and I don't count it as social media because <laughs> I don't know why people even put it in the same category for the faults. Like, I don't go onto Twitter and like and like stare at other people's lives or like you know, like the way Instagram makes you feel or yeah, the way yeah. Facebook has like annoying. Like Instagram, just like everything in your face, everyone else's life is amazing. Like just the fakeness of fake. And then Facebook's just like fake news, your grandma, and kind of just like stupidly professional or and that and like just has its downside. Twitter's just like it's so unhinged and like you have your there's anonymous like it's almost like anonymous to you. Like I don't know most of the people I interact with Twitter in real life or anything. And it's like completely different. So I don't count Twitter, but I did. So I took my, for that, the most like intense social media break I've ever taken, like not just logged out, like I disabled my accounts and stuff. And, um, and man, like I'm definitely going to do that more often and continue to do it. I'll probably do it again uh, this week, but also fuck, 
Facebook and Instagram are also evil too because Instagram doesn't let you just deactivate more than once a week. Like, why can't I just deactivate when I want? Like, they want like it's it's I hate it because um, I had to activate it for a day and then now I have to have it for another week before I deactivate it again. And Facebook doesn't let you deactivate the the message app. Like, you can deactivate Facebook, but you can't stop people from messaging you on the messenger app it's insane um and they make it so complicated to to get rid of everything i hate they're just they're just such they're evil they're evil <laughs> we need we need to actually like get rid of jeff bezos and mark zuckerberg i mean we'll get into that because one of the major topics obviously that happened everyone knows whatsapp instagram facebook all went down on monday for an extended period of time so that is going to be a topic we are going to discuss but it's funny that you mentioned that as well too because when i one like shout outs to you for taking the break because i've been telling you to take social media breaks for time because you know me i've been doing mine usually every um usually i take it for like two weeks around this time actually but this is probably the one year where i won't be taking it just because now that I have a friggin' media page, it's kind of harder to get off of that algorithm. Because once you get off of it, restarting the algorithm is such a hassle yeah. and it's way worse. It's so, annoying. yeah. So, running the account. Pay on me that for front, two weeks to run. Pay me the pay me two weeks to run your account, <laughs> and then um, and then and then take your break. I mean, I could. I don't know if I trust you one hundred percent to do I'll, it, but honestly, though, like. You should, you like, if you were to run, like, if that became, like, your successful business or whatever, like, an important when, venture. When it does. But, yes, continue. But, like, exactly. Okay, okay. Well, I, I'm, I don't know your fucking dreams and goals, man. Um, <laughs> when, the, when, when that does happen, you're definitely going to have to do stuff like that. Like, I think, I don't know how that works for a lot of people, like, who individually run that and those things and that. But, like, right, like that you plan on doing that right like yeah i would just yeah, like, just thought about that for the 100%. first time because like man imagine just being on instagram for three years straight like the way you have to be like that that's why honestly influencers and stuff are so unhinged deep down it's because like these people put so much like they can't get off social media ever like they tie so much of their life to it that it's crazy so um you'll definitely you definitely need to do that. It's be like one of those memes. Like you'll come back, you'll give you'll give me the keys to it. Like I stepped away for a day, and then you come back, and the whole house is on fire, and everything's <laughs> falling around. You you've turned into like a porn Tumblr page on your Instagram. <laughs> Only <laughs> fans like, dream finally get to realize. Yeah, I was gone for three days, Gabe. But yeah, now no, I'm I've, banned from the internet. I, I've definitely been thinking about that, especially with this whole blackout that happened essentially or outage i should say because I, I that day i just took off after literally once it went down for i think it was like three hours into it i was just at that point i was like i put as many posts as i could put up today i'm just gonna leave the rest for when i come back on tomorrow because i don't really i don't i didn't want to be i didn't want to care to keep checking to see when it would come back and it also gave me a period to be like well, this is a chance where I can use and I have a really good excuse to actually take a break without being affected by the algorithm. And it kind of worked because when I did come back, whilst the algorithm was a little bit wonky, the followership ended up going up as well too. Like I got like 10 followers off of like three posts and usually that takes a while for that to happen. So from, there was what? Some... from what? Like 
what do you from mean? just like from not from not posting that day when the outage happened and then kind of coming back on afterwards so there was oh, I like wonder what, why do you think that is? Break. i have no idea i think maybe just because of the fact that they had that outage and everything kind of got reset on that front yeah maybe when they put it back up me just posting kind of got pushed to the forefront i guess i don't know i can't really explain it but it it worked out so me taking that break just helped so i was really happy about that and yeah i've been thinking about that whole idea of when the page does get even more successful and i don't have to rely on myself just posting shit on there a hundred percent i will be taking breaks and like having other people run it or paying someone to run that page because it's a detriment man i I honestly, I was so happy that it went down. My brain felt so relieved from not from not having the stress of being like, yo, you have to post something at this exact moment and like not being on the clock to do that. And especially like having to surf, obviously, other social media sites like TikTok or Twitter itself as well, too, and reading through the cesspool. Because what I like to do is to just hop on, find the meme and then hop off. But it's so hard to just stick to that model because once you're on there, you end up reading some shit and you're just like, oh, fuck, now I'm trapped in the whole scrolling through this page and timeline to see what's actually going on. So it is hard to just kind of ignore once you do hop on. But that day, just taking that break was so friggin' beautiful. I loved every moment of the fact that Instagram and Facebook were both down at the same time. Yeah, no, I know that it, it was wild. It was so weird. And what a coincidence that... Um that happened it literally happened because i had to activate my stuff sunday night just for some work stuff and then i came back and the next and then monday all that stuff happened and i was like oh man i i, I prepared for this like i'm not going through withdrawal like everyone else um yeah it was like, Dude, go. So, so many people were dying through that i was like i was happy i was like man i'm glad i can get off this fucking app for a bit it's crazy to me that people like I understand it obviously because it is an addicting thing, but it's crazy that I people can't put down their phone for like five hours and not have to be on those social media sites. Bro, I've I've realized honestly, I just started to realize like it was like my anxiety and stuff had got so bad that I was just I I was starting to use it like how people use like like it was just a a distraction from my own brain. Like I didn't want to think about shit I had to do and deal with in that. Um, yeah and like literally every time i notice this when i go to bed if i can't fall asleep right away i have i'm on my phone because i have to lay there for like half an hour with myself which is a nightmare uh, um so <laughs> i was like and my own thoughts like I, I i can't and i literally can't do it um because i just like i hate like it's just it's too much and i think i think a lot of people don't even realize it's the same <laughs> that's the truth for them for them as well and that too it's not like i like anything that's going on that much and i used to be really good like i went i went a month without a phone before like without anything and traveled and backpacked and that but especially during covid and shit like there's really no like there you get we're so conditioned there's no outside yeah there's no outside influence you know what i mean and even now like i miss it more um because i was on it so much during covid like things are opening up and i can go do stuff but it like I was still like getting too addicted to my phone and that. So I wish. So honestly, it was it was that was the only good thing about last week. I I, I want to do like a cleanse when I'm in a good spot to do it too. You know what I mean? Like I think you should be able to get yourself to be decent and not think that deleting all social media will fix things either. 
I think that's unhealthy as well. I think the best time to do it is just like when, like, you know, just said, I'll do it three months from now. And then you do it, whatever that. So I honestly, uh, yeah, it definitely made things easier. I'm going to take, I'm, I'm wrong. I'm going to take way more breaks now. And you're right. Fuck it. Yeah, they're glorious. Was there anything that sparked this one in particular, though? Did you just feel you needed to do it, or were you just... Bro, it, it's honestly too dark for a podcast. Oh. Like, <laughs> I like it's just like, <laughs> honestly, like, I can't even, I can't even twist it to be funny. <laughs> At this point, like, I, I, I was thinking about this before I called you, and I was like, I can't, like, it would actually be... Um, it's just, yeah, I was like, it, it, there was a reason I got pushed to this, and I don't know how you can have a funny spin on things like I, I can't and i i've already just by deleting just by deleting social media i've had way too many like people like concerned and reached out like you know what i mean so if they hear this if, if i was to tell people why the police would be at my door for a wellness <laughs> check so I'm, I'm not gonna get into that part but it's also wild too so at the same time so i finally decided to change my number or whatever like i let my contract run out and i had a work number right so I just never, but my phone, my number still worked for some reason, like for, for iMessage and that and like yeah. WhatsApp and everything. So I just, for the last while, I never really noticed, but it got, it finally, Rogers finally disconnected it. And I didn't realize though either. And so, and then I did. And then so, so like people couldn't also couldn't text me. So I had no Instagram. Um, I turned my DM, my DM on Twitter too, has no notification because I don't like looking at it. And so I had literally had no way to talk to me. And so my parents' phones and stuff were being blown up because like, is Gabe okay? Like his phone's disconnected as well too. So I was like, but honestly made that, that should made it even real, more real. And I honestly enjoyed that. I'm going to do that too. Like not having a, a way to text me or anything as well is going to be, yeah. but I, I, like it was a full on disappear from the world for a good, like five days, which was 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 nice but uh um it was it was like fuck it like things can't get any worse and honestly i realized too like so many people like i don't know but i have like relationships with like people where i meet like whatever send memes and like you just respond to the tech the messages just to respond you don't you know what i mean like it's like yeah i yeah, yeah. don't really want to talk to this person ever again like but like they like you know they'll send me a meme then once in a while like i'll reply or whatever so I, this was a great way to completely cut off people as well and just re, like start that that part <laughs> off like so i'm gonna go in and do this i'm gonna do this again um like fully break and this yeah i, I don't like i'm it's not i'm not in the place to have like a conversation where it's like hey don't ever talk to me again but i think they'll get the message from <laughs> from this because i'm too much of a coward to have a forward and directful conversation so this is this is a great way to handle things and i had i, I honestly got so overwhelmed i looked at my messages and i was like nope this, I, i'm not doing this i'm not <laughs> yeah. like i had like 15 inboxes and like people like whatever and i i wasn't already talking to people and i was like nope not doing it like i'm no explanation nothing just i'm taking away all like i was like i'm sorry i just looked at my inbox i was like you know what no and <laughs> i left all my dms in there and just close up all connections to me and ran away like a coward like it, it's not some liberating beautiful thing that i did it was just a it was a cowardly way out but sometimes the cowardly way out is actually useful and it, it, it helped yeah the fact that you don't have a joke for the darkness that you went through means it's some real shit because every conversation we've had wherever we joke about 
of whatever you're going through, like your depression or whatever like that, like there always, it, there always is some kind of funny to it. But the fact that you don't have that for this one means that it is some real shit. Yeah. yeah um, like uh, that's the only time, like I'm always a laugh at my pain guy. I'm like, if you laugh at me, you're responsible for my death. Right yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's not laughing for what to not laugh at pain. I've been like, I'm like, oh, if you say the one wrong thing, I want you to know I am going to commit suicide. And the reason I did is because that one thing you said. <laughs> So there's no, there's no, there's no laugh. From, uh, I, I have a soft, I usually have a hard shell and can take jokes and stuff. I was like, nope, I'm not, I can't do it. I will break and start crying. Yeah. I don't know. For me, I was thinking it was just the fact that I, well, clearly I knew you're going through something, but I thought it was more so maybe his, like his job contracts up. So maybe he's just trying to prioritize some life stuff before he comes back to like reality or whatever. So I, I figured you just took that break because of that. But then someone reached out to me, someone that we're like, we, I guess we mutually know. I don't really know them, but I guess they found me through you and they followed me because of that, I guess. So yeah. they reached out to me and they were like, oh, is Gabe okay? And I was like, I mean, he didn't seem like he was in that bad of a mood like the last time I spoke to him, which was on the episode before you took your break. So I was like, oh, I don't know. And then like I noticed that you did like disable your Instagram. And I was like, well... I assume he disabled it just because, like I said, he's probably just getting some life shit sorted out. And then, like, I also saw that, like, oh, on Twitter, he tweeted, like, maybe it was, like, 20 hours ago, my time. So I was like, oh, he was, he's been somewhat active on a social media. So I didn't think it was anything that serious. But then she was telling me that she was like, oh, well, I was just talking to him and he deactivated his page and then he didn't answer or say anything. So I just wanted to make sure that he was all right. And I was just like... Uh, I mean, he tweeted 20 hours ago, so I'm assuming he is all right. So, yeah, when I went to go check your page, I ended up sending you a, a Twitter DM just to, like, see if you're all right. Obviously, you didn't answer. But, uh, yeah, so she, she'd reach out to me, and then I'd send you that. And I was like, all right, well, I'm, I'm going to assume he is all right for the time being. But it's funny because when people ever reach out to me, I'm like, man, I don't know. Like, I know we do the co-host shit and, like, we're boys or whatever, but... I know just as much as you probably know when something to Gabe. So there's a lot of times where Gabe keeps some shit hidden and he won't tell me shit. So this was definitely one of the times. So I was just like, yeah, like he seemed like he was kind of active on Twitter. I'm assuming he's all right. But it's funny when she reached out because like, man, I know just as much as you do. Yeah, I really yo, don't know. So I really don't know. <laughs> it's so funny that like people will be like, like, like when I talk about other stuff, they're like, oh, like. Like, if I mention something, like, I'm going through whatever, like, oh, what's, like, Papa's, like, take on it and stuff. I'm like, what the fuck do you think my relationship <laughs> yeah. with Papa is? Like, what? Like, I'm like, I'm like, I'll be like, oh, like, I don't know. Like, I'm really questioning my career and stuff. Like, well, what, what's Papa's take on, on this? Like, and stuff. I'm like, okay, first of all, what the Yo. fuck? I, I, like, I, I'm not kidding you. This has happened, like, 30 to 40 times. Like, and I'll actually, like, get aggressively mad at the person. First of all, I'm like, I'm fucking three, four years older than that guy. I'm not taking career <laughs> advice from him. What do you mean? What does Papa think? Second of all, like, I was like, you know, I go to therapy. Like, what, like, why are you talking about my podcast partner? <laughs> like, like, what does Papa? Like, I'll actually be like shook. I'm like, what do you, what, what do you, what do you mean? What does Papa think about this? Like, what's his take on your fucking suicide and stuff? Like, oh, what man. are you possibly? And I'm like, yeah. And now, like, now I'm saying this out loud. I'm laughing, but it's so funny that like people's perception of, of me is like they think anyone this like strange or weird with them that I have to have some normal relationship 
or like, you know what I mean? They're like, oh, he just doesn't like to tell me things or like, you know what I mean? But like, no one could be this weird and like, whatever. It's like, no, no, this is, this is best friend, coworker, nothing. Yeah. I think, I think it's just more so we've spent so much time together doing these podcasts that people assume that we're like, we're like butt buddies or some shit. Yeah. yeah, I've I've had it happen to me too. Like we've, I remember having one of my birthday celebrations or anytime I go out, like I've been out mul- multiple times and people be like, yo, where's Gabe? I'm like, man, I don't fucking know where Gabe is. Like, <laughs> I'm here on my own good, valuable time, just like partying or doing whatever. Like we're not, we're not attached at the hip. We're not Siamese or what is it? Yeah. Siamese yeah, twins. Siamese like, twins. Yeah. <laughs> I know, but it's weird though. Cause you think by like at this case, I, when I was like 18, 19, I'd see people who like, whatever have partnerships like if they're in like doing music together or whatever you're like oh you seem they're together all the time but like since like as as like a 30 year old you realize like when you work with someone or like create something with them like it's better to like you know what i mean like it's not like you don't get to that position and stuff like people are co-workers they're they're like whatever and stuff like it's weird that adults still think oh like you guys like rap together or whatever so they must be best friends in the world or like yeah yeah like, even yeah. like people who do shows and stuff like everyone like i've heard so much like you know that show penn and teller or whatever that yeah, yeah, like Tell, yeah, yeah yeah people are like we don't they're like we don't talk to each other outside of work like you know what i mean but they've been with each other for 30 years and everyone's like oh they must like live in the same people think, <laughs> yeah, people always think we yeah. fucking are roommates too like they'll be like, oh well we started a podcast so it just makes sense to fucking get a home together yeah. like <laughs> what like we, we fucking record for three hours and send memes and that's about it like it, it's so funny so like i get when people when you're younger you have this idea but it's like bitch you are 30 like people like like it's the same thing as having a coworker. like are you fucking talking to like karen at work and then you have to be best friends with her just because you share a computer or something like it's just so weird to me um and it's so funny because i'll <laughs> and usually they get scorned from me too i'm like i'm like what you think fucking like I, basically that same spiel i just went on now yeah um, i go i go to their face and that so it, it's pretty funny um honestly the hardest the uh, the one thing that kept me going was watching me like the, when people did like try to get to me i was reading all the messages when i finally got back on social media and some of them were so funny just like like my friends and that like a lunatic like you know what i mean like that like one those, tweet. Are, are you saying like their heartfelt messages or whatever or well, no well like i mean some of them are obvious. like it's nice to know people care and stuff but like it's just also funny like that only like me like you know like that one is like imagine getting ghosted by a friend and not hearing back for weeks only to get an email from them like, oh yeah yeah, on yeah, LinkedIn yeah. request their recommendation and i was like i honestly was laughing so hard because i forgot i did that so before I was on LinkedIn, I hadn't, I hadn't responded. I was like, you know, I need to take a break from friends or whatever. I had to respond to them like two weeks, but then I needed something for LinkedIn. So I sent her That's so funny. And she's like my best friend. Yeah. She's hilarious. Was, I love her actually. She's actually pretty yeah. jokes. I was, yeah, I, that one tweet, actually, I was like in tears and I was like, holy fuck, I am a complete lunatic. Cause I did not see anything wrong with it. Um, she was literally <laughs> messaging my, my mom be like, is Gabe alive? Is he okay? Like which hospital is he at? And then she gets a LinkedIn request from me. <laughs> so I was, uh, I was dying. When I do oh, that, too, I want, I want my, want my funeral to be jokes and, um, like do something weird with my body, like throw it in a trash can. <laughs> I guarantee that that will probably not be allowed. But I want to roast too. Like I want every, like I want people to come and like just roast my body as it sits upright. 
<laughs> what if sure you well, what if you die from some like god forbid obviously like but horrific some thing? kind of huh like horrific yeah like something that fucks up your face though and like yeah, you no, don't want to look at your face that do that even more i want to open casket no matter what oh my god <laughs> even if i'm just like a fucking pile of like skin and flesh just put me there like if i get decapitated just put my my Jesus. the rest of my body on, on it on a chair and i want a roast i want no one to hold back dude that is Whoever, that's my first joke right there is the narcissism continues within death like that's how narcissistic gay boys <laughs> he wanted us all to see his face whilst he's dead so. <laughs> no i'm doing it for all you guys one last that's my time. first joke <laughs> yeah yeah uh, they'll all be fucking narcissistic jokes but uh, what are you gonna do um but yeah that's what i, I got really lost the plot on this conversation but yeah it was i don't know i'm definitely i'm now on it like honestly i'm probably gonna do a social media break at least once every three months now um and yeah i don't know it was it still was like good for me i mean i did some shit so like it, you do definitely get forced to like i signed up i started taking my spanish and stuff again and you know what i'm like i, <laughs> I started taking um sign language lessons online um that is and it's actually yeah, but it's all, I mean, okay, so, yeah, but I actually really like it so far. Like, I downloaded a bunch of apps and signed up for this online class, and I really, like, like it. Honestly, I think the idea, like, I think one of the most, like, reasonable, people always say it's so weird, but I think one of the most reasonable goals and, like, kind of life goals in that is to, like, be able to communicate in multiple ways, like, a different language and sign language and stuff. Um, I think that's, like, kind of what i want to do like some of my like you know what i mean like just be able to talk to the like a bigger portion of the world like is your goal which is yeah. completely normal you know what i mean so that's how i perceive it now so i definitely i've set myself up like i want to be like fluent and i'm gonna like i'm gonna start going to sign language classes that's pretty dope i mean you could be yeah. a sign interpreter they make a lot of good money and yeah. it's so- very helpful as well too like they need I'm pretty sure there's a shortage of those people in the world. So it's a very valuable skill to have a hundred percent. For sure. And like, exactly. Like as, as even as a side also, like once a week, being able to go somewhere and do that too. And like, just like you said, like, it, I don't know, there's a portion of the world, like you can't communicate and learning something to be able to communicate with those people, I think is kind of like a reasonable goal, like life goal. You know what I mean? Well, I was like, Oh, this is weird. So I kept putting it off, but he's like, and I, I like it. It's kind of like, cause I like it more than, language with like because it's like your hand like it's almost physical so it's like kind of like challenging and i don't know it's different than because i've been taking spanish lessons on and off for five years and it, it's a lot easier this is like almost like challenging to remember like it's like a game almost like playing bop it or something you know yeah it's very tactile the only thing i know to to, to sign is i think good night because i saw it on uh yeah. giphy had this lady who was doing sign language for some reason so I learned about that through that. But yeah, I only know how to say goodnight. I think good morning are the only two things I know to sign language. I still like forget all like the stuff. It, it is hard, but it, it is definitely interesting. I, I'm going to try and stick to it. Have you seen the videos where people are signing at rap concerts and stuff? Yeah, I saw the I, well, I saw the Waka Flocka one. And I think that's the most infamous one that most people have seen. Because <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. the WAP the lady- one went viral too. There was a WAP one? Yeah, it's so funny, dude. I don't, yeah, like I don't single, think that song people signing to that. Yeah, that's crazy. I don't think I saw that one, but maybe I did. I don't know. 
But yeah, the, the Waka Flocka one's hilarious because Waka thinks that she's just dancing and going ham to dancing, but it's yeah. literally her sign languaging his lyrics. So there's that. And then obviously, I don't know if, if you remember this one or if you saw this one, but there was also the one where the lady who's a scammer, so she's yeah, not oh yeah. actually a sign interpreter, but she got hired to be a sign interpreter. So she was just saying a whole bunch of gibberish while the guy, I guess he worked for law enforcement, was yeah. giving his uh, was giving his speech and she was just signing a bunch of gibberish, um, which is an ultimate finesse. I mean, that's pretty dope. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. Like, I kind of like when Blackfield kind of beat the system in that <laughs> yeah, sense. That's that, so. I mean, yeah, that shit's kind of funny. And like, because okay, also, I mean, this also someone else explain it. It's shitty for like people who re- rely on yeah, that. who rely but on in, it for but sure. In for this sure. case, though, no one gives a fuck about some random small crime. Like, you know what I mean? Like, if it, like I get if like the president speaking or something. Like, everyone should have act. But I think like this is the that was like the most like there's no like the one most gave pettiest a fuck. crime. Yeah, 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 it was some stupid thing. It wasn't some like huge news case like or whatever. But I don't know if you remember this because it was a while ago. But the most fucked up one is the guy who did it when Melson Mandela died. So he. <laughs> oh like, no! I didn't hear a, about that one. What? Dude, yeah. Oh my god! This at his funeral or whatever. They, so in front of the world, they had a guy fucking fake his signing and stuff. It was hilarious. So that, yeah, that was seven years ago. He scammed them, got on that, and like everyone, I would do. My parents were watching it. Like everyone, it's Nelson Mandela, so everyone was tuning in. Um, and and yeah, he was on the main stage, fucking fake signing. So funny. Yeah, that's crazy. That's insane. But yeah, it's social media breaks. It, it, I'm, uh, there's another one I'll say, like, you're definitely right. And uh, I'll take them all the time in that. But oof, 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 oof. yeah, was that? There's, there's, there's no punchline to this one, baby. <laughs> oh, man. Well, yeah. So this kind of ties into the actual conversation as well, too, because a whistleblower came out and was speaking against uh but speaking against facebook she used to work for the company uh so the story is the facebook whistleblower who released tens of thousands of pages of internal research and documents indicating the company was aware of various problems caused by its apps including instagram's potential toxic effects on teen girls called on congress to take action against the social media platform in testimony before a senate committee francis hogan a 37 year old former product manager who worked on civic integrity issues at the company, faced questions from a commerce subcommittee about what Facebook owned, Instagram knew about its effects on young users, among other issues. Quote, I am here today because I believe that Facebook's products harm children, stoke division, and weaken our democracy, she said during her opening remarks. The company's leadership knows how to make Facebook and Instagram safer, but won't take the necessary changes because they put astronomical profits before people. Congress... Sorry, congressional action is needed and they won't solve this crisis without your help. She emphasized that she came forward at a great personal risk because she believes we still have time to act, but must act now. So I actually echo a lot of her sentiment. We know how detrimental social media can be uh, via the you just taking a break because you needed to. Um, and, you know, you roll, you scroll on. Into, honestly, when it, when that when that outage happened, I kind of realized how shitty it was as well, too. Like, I mean, I always knew it was shitty, but it kind of made me really, like, remember how shitty it is. Because I remember scrolling on Insta and reading someone, like, describing how good their life was off of a post. And I was just like, man, why do I all of a sudden feel like shit about the fact that someone's 
celebrating one of their accomplishments. Like, I feel like I'm lesser because of the fact that they're celebrating it. So we know how detrimental it could be in that sense. And if that's affecting someone like me, who's kind of, you know, I usually try and stay, not, I'm not immune to it, but I'm pretty level-headed when it comes to that stuff. Yeah. I can only imagine like how, like how much worse it is. Or, for or you kind of like haters or like, yeah, haves, like, or not even, but like whatever, who are, are already very insecure or whatever, whatever fault they have that will be antagonized by that will be like, even worse is what you should right? Like, yeah, exactly. And especially for women too, who, you know, they deal with, uh, body image. yeah, they deal with their body image constantly. And it's like, I, I remember seeing, I think it was last week. There was a girl who, I guess she's like semi-famous. I don't really know what her actual career is, but she posted something on Instagram and it was just her bare body, like just being not bare body, but it was her body as it naturally is. So you saw there's like some cellulite on her legs. She had like a little bit of weight on her thighs and her body was just like, a. it was a regular human body, like a regular woman's body. And some of the comments in it were so disgusting. They're like, why are you showing this? Like, why would you put this photo up about yourself? Like you look like you've been eating too much and shit like that. And it's like, man, like the fact that people are shitting on regular bodies because BBLs have become so fucking prevalent online is like, it's fucked up. So I can only imagine how that actually affects younger women who, you know, they don't, they're not fully developed. Their minds aren't fully developed and they log on to social media and have to look at this bullshit and be like, Oh, well I want to aspire to be like this person and want to kind of change their, change their whole image and their whole body. Like bod baby or bad baby, whatever the fuck her name is. We always get it confused out here. She's, she's done a like a hundred percent or what is it? Not 360, 180, a, a 180 on her looks. Like, she does not look like she was when she was 16, 17. And she's, I think, 18 or 19 now. She looks completely different. because She ended up getting plastic surgery. And she looks way wilder than she ever has in her lifetime. So it's, it, it is fucked up. And the fact that we know that Instagram is doing this because they, they have the algorithms. And Facebook as well, too. They have the algorithms to, to make you feel emotional about posts. Like They put those emotional posts in your face. We know they do it for advertising dollars as well, too. So a lot of it is tied within money. And they do need to be regulated in some form. See, I, here's the thing for me, though, is, like, you know, that, surprisingly, I'm, so I know Facebook and Instagram have this, I'm 100% the negative aspect, or, like, I'm that I fully believe it has a negative impact on that and stuff, but I, I like I don't know if we can really like police that though like to tell a private company they can't like you know they like they have to be conscious of beauty standards and 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 that like I, I don't know like I don't think that, they necessarily have to be conscious of the beauty standards because people are going to post that stuff no matter what so that stuff's always going to happen I think the issue comes in is the algorithm that they've designed is like is built to push that type of stuff constantly on your feed. Like remember, remember when Instagram was first occurred? Like I don't know how early you got onto Instagram, but when Instagram was in its earlier stages and, and it wasn't owned by Facebook, you could be on there and you would see the timeline in uh in a timely order. Like it wasn't based off of your algorithm likes and all that shit. It was based off of when someone posts something, you would see it at that time or you just wouldn't see it unless you scrolled all the way down to be able to see it. 
So I feel like a lot of times they put, because of the algorithm, they push a certain narrative in your face. Like I could, I could like one photo of a, of a girl and off of that one, like all of a sudden my not entire feed, but my for you page or my explore page becomes filled with a bunch of like models who are also like half naked on my page, just based off of that one like. Whereas if you did it in a chronological order, you could see some of your friend stuff more so than you would see all that other beauty standards. So you'd see more real life stuff. Like I don't think you could police what people post because people are going to post whatever they post. I think it's just the algorithm and how it's built is kind of destructive in that manner. Yeah. Okay. I can, I, I can see that. I, for the most part, um, agree, agree with that. Um, but yeah, it, it definitely is. And like, honestly, this is why I honestly, for the first time ever, like I've always been the one thing I caught myself, was like, I actually got annoyed at like seeing people, um, like get married or like engaged i was actually like kind of like for the first time i was like fuck yeah right so dude like, no that happened to me this year too especially with uh, not the pandemic but i don't know for some reason this year it pissed me off a lot more than past years but keep going sorry but no i'm just like and that's just but that's just like i've always been good like i don't for the first time in my head i was like fuck what if, like maybe if i made mistakes like maybe like whatever you know like that question my like cho- like whatever that like, your oh, choices shit, in I'm, life yeah I, well, like, you both, like in my like i'm always i don't know like i've just always had this like i've always that's one thing though like when it, when it happens it happens like partners and stuff like that and it just wasn't meant to be like and that was the one thing i'm always like i truly like believe in whatever and like if it didn't work out with someone one person like it's that and you know like come and happen but now it's the first time I'm like oh shit like i'm older i'm not married now like literally every single one of my friends are and that i'm like oh and that was kind of like the drug I've never like that's the one thing I've been secure in, like what I don't care about and that. And for the first time ever, I caught myself like possibly worrying about that. And and so I was like, okay, that means for me the crack like my greatest strength. It can't be good on <laughs> yeah. it. Can't, it can't it can't it can't be good for my other faults and flaws. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, that kind of made you feel a little bit insecure about it. Yeah, something that, I, like, you know, never bothered me before. Like, I definitely do have actually, like, easy, obvious, like, insecurities or whatever. And that's so for things that I'm not, like, good with. It can't be, it must be even worse for that, too. So um, that's where I kind of caught myself. I was like, oh, shit. So it, it can, it can, no matter how confident or good or whatever a person feels about it, I think if you expose yourself to things that doubt you enough, it can crack that armor. Yeah. This is, this is off topic, but you should low key meet my brother. Cause I, I actually, so I remember two weeks ago, we were talking about how Ontario put that whole like vaccine thing in where if you had the one vax, you can't really go places. Um, but luckily enough, I was actually able to go out to quite a few places. Uh, I guess they don't really care that much about enforcing it. Cause it's on the actual, like restaurants or bars themselves to enforce it. So if they just see you have one, most of them are just like, nah, you can come in. Like, it's not that big of a deal, but yeah. Anyways, I was celebrating my birth, my brother's or my brother was celebrating his birthday and I got to see him. And it's funny because him and his friends, so my brother's 34 now, him and his friends are around that age as well too. And quite a few of them aren't married. So it's kind of funny how like you're, you're in that age bracket and your friends a lot of your friends are but like i look at my brother and his friends and most of his friends aren't so it's just a weird like dichotomy in that sense that you wait can so have your brother's drastic... oh your brother's friends aren't 
Yeah, my brother's 34, and most of his friends are around that age, too, like 34, 35, 36, 37. Yeah. And quite a few of them aren't married. Like, there are some that are, but I would say the majority that, at least that I've met, are not married for, like, his friend group. But on your uh, end, it's yeah. like, yeah, they're, like, 30, I guess you're 33, 32, like, around that age, and they are. So, just a weird dichotomy. Like, I feel like my, that my side's more normal, though, by that age like yeah yeah yeah. like i feel like it is more noble to be married at that age too but yeah yeah no i I guess yeah but like i mean for the most part on my side too yeah all my like friends but like still i don't like i've always like i've always been this like the single guy or whatever like the one not in serious relationships and that so i didn't really and i'm like it was the obviously got him the fuck in that and everything so like the for the first time i was actually like oh shit like did i make the right decisions and stuff like that yeah yeah yeah. Um, and it was definitely so, like when I talk to my friends, right? When I when you have a conversation with them, though, you don't get envious because you see all the bad things too, though. Like, you yeah, like them, like, three of them are getting divorced, so like I need yeah. relationships <laughs> yeah. on the rocks. Like, nothing about it sounds dope. Like, you know what I mean? Like every time, like I can't do this, like baby at home and stuff. So, but like, it, but Instagram takes away all of no one's like you know I'm like me and my wife are actually like getting separated, but here's a picture of us on Instagram. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like. You never here's, seen... a photo, here's a photo of our baby, but we're about to be divorced, and he's yeah, gonna be, exactly. He's gonna be miserable. Exactly. So just like I don't know, it, it's it, it's, it's not uh, reality. It's it's a it's a it's a facade most of the time. I mean, obviously there are some some pluses, but it's it's more it's more harmful than good. I would say, to be honest. Absolutely. Speaking of choices. Andrew Wiggins explains his decision to get COVID-19 vaccine. So his options, according to him, were to get vaccinated or to not play in the NBA. Golden State Warriors swingman Andrew Wiggins on Monday explained his decision to get the COVID-19 vaccine, noted that he felt forced to do so in order to continue his NBA career. The only options, oh, sorry, quote, the only options were to get vaccinated or to not play in the NBA, Wiggins said after the Warriors press season opener at Portland Trailblazers. His first public comment since getting the shot. It was a tough decision. Hopefully it works out in the long run. And in 10 years, I'm still healthy. So Wiggins' decision was originally blocked because he was he went for um, religious reasons. And the NBA clearly blocked that shit. But he also noted that he was a little bit hesitant just because of the fact that in the past, he's had some other issues with something i think it was like some other medicine or something like that so that's what made him weary which is completely understandable but that was one of his reasons that he cited for waiting and then at this point he was just like well he's obviously not going to lose all that money because i think he was set to lose around like 15 million dollars for not playing any of the home games at yeah for not being able to play any of the home games and for his contract that's a lot of money to be left on the table so he did decide to take the vaccine. The weird thing about this to me, though, is that like he only got the one shot. So it's weird how you're considered like it's weird how in real life you're not considered vaccinated with one shot. But I guess within the NBA's rules, you are considered vaccinated with the one shot. So I don't know. That's a little bit odd to me when I see that. Um, but I guess I don't really have like that much of an issue with it. I guess my only issue comes in just the. The commentary that happens online, especially with Twitter, because online there isn't there's no gray area with people who are having the discussion. It's 
people just automatically like if you're hesitant people automatically just call you anti-vax and they think that you're right wing lunatic who's like against everything that's sensible and then if you're obviously if you're pro-vaccine on online as well too you're kind of cheap. like uh, i don't know about cheap it's just more so you like there's no like you you there's no like real thought like at least you, oh yeah you, wait you said sheep <laughs> we what are you are you saying like are you but you're saying you're you're stereotyped as I think about- you're, you're stereotyped either way. Like you're just into you're just in the two camps. It's like there's no there's no like in between like level methodical thinking. Like I feel like if you're vaxxed, you automatically go with everything that comes with being vaccinated. So no matter like what, like for me personally, like I have my first shot. And I think what the government's doing in terms of how they're handling it with all the like mandates and all that stuff, I think that's like an overreach of the government's power. And I think that's a little bit too crazy. But like if you're online. And you you say you're vax, like people don't think that you could be you could be pro-vax and people getting it, but still be against like what the government's doing. Like they think that those two things can't be opposed. Like they have to be oh, automatically yeah. on the one camp. And it's the same thing with the anti-vax. They think that if you're if you're hesitant towards getting the vax for whatever reason, like maybe you've had like an allergic reaction to some other shit and you're just like, man, I just want to kind of wait it out a little bit, they automatically just claim that because you're hesitant you're anti-vax and you're killing people and you're doing all this bullshit so the two camps are just kind of stupid because there's no like you can't have a proper discussion about the reasons for why you're on doing one thing but you're not for the other it's just all like this or that and the the, the dichotomy of that is just re- like it's absolutely stupid to me in my in my opinion so that's why i don't like the discourse because one of the things people say is that Oh yeah, like if you're not vaccinated, you're killing people out there. And it's like, no, that's not how the vaccine works. Like the vaccine is meant to and, and here's another one. Like people be like, oh yeah, like COVID, COVID doesn't uh prevent you, or sorry, the vaccine doesn't prevent you from getting COVID. And it's like, no, that's not true. Like the vaccine does prevent you from getting COVID. It's not a hundred percent that it works that way, and it's not a cure, but it is meant to prevent you from getting COVID. And if you do get it, it's meant to also lower your symptoms. It's not guaranteed that that happens, but that is what the purpose of it is. So a lot of people are spreading that like false information, even though they think that they're right in it because they're on the pro-vaccine side. So they'll be like, oh, yeah, the COVID vaccine doesn't prevent COVID, but it like but it does prevent it. It's just not a cure. It's not 100 percent like preventable in that sense as well, too. So I don't know. A lot of people just they're like kind of mixed up. And I remember when um Wiggins was or not Wiggins it was uh Draymond Green came out to speak out about it and he was saying that like yeah like there is such thing as like nat- no no it wasn't him it was uh Jonathan Isaacs he was saying that he had COVID and he had like a natural immunity to it and it's like that is true like if you get COVID you have the antibodies to fight COVID in the future like your body knows it and that is a form of immunity that happens with viruses like it's the same thing that happened with chicken pox like a lot of uh, a lot of families would take their babies purposely to other kids who have chicken pox in order for their kid to get chicken pox. That way they build up a natural immunity against it. So it's like when people are like, oh, like you're an idiot for wanting to use natural immunity. It's like, no, that's actually science. Just because it's not the science that you like because you're pro-vax doesn't mean that the science is wrong. Like it actually makes sense on why that would work and why it is effective. But it's like online, like, once again, People just don't have that ideology to be like, oh, I'm actually going to be like not on one side. I can actually listen to information and like learn about it. I don't know. That's just my view on 
the matter when it comes to it. So I don't know him being a personal choice, like him choosing not to get it. It doesn't really affect me or other people. Cause like I'm vaxxed. So I'm not worried about someone who's not vaxxed because I'm vaccinated. My vaccine should work against the, against the virus. If that's the choice that I have, like I chose to get the vaccine. So I'm going to be protected. I don't care if Andrew Wiggins is here's the, here's the problem though with that is as well. Um, with the vac, with like, if you're not getting vaccinated, like right now, there's been people. The hospitals are like, like in some places, are in like Alberta and that, like it had like people who normally would get treatment, and that um, uh, um, for other things, and that like they're they're putting like they're when someone gets sick and puts their health like at risk, it's still like it costs us as well too like the difference between going to the hospital or someone being able to stay home is is what the vaccine does like most people like you'll still still get it right but it's a difference between getting really really sick and not getting um really sick and ending up to the hospital and like in texas you had someone die because the hot like hospitals were overrun all that manpower where people are getting ill plus like are that's treatment other people could have had when they broke their leg or whatever um and they're still there still is a lot of um, there's still a lot to be said about how much they know about the anti- antibodies for being able to get it. Cause like getting it like repeatedly and that too, um, and how much having it already stops you from getting it a second time. Cause it's different with each thing. Like some people got chicken box a second time. They're not sure exactly how much COVID still like there's, and there's obviously people who have had COVID twice and that too, um, and some people have survived the first time and not the second uh, as well. So I, I get it to a degree and that as well. And like I said, though, like it, it, and they still think it might the vaccine helps um, possibly helps you not spread it as well. Like it makes it harder for your body to spread it. And that too, if that's the case, then it makes complete sense. Um, I've heard a lot um, with both if it did, but if the vaccine really, really affects how you spread it then it makes sense that the vaccine becomes mandatory for sure and i could see that point as well too especially with it being spread less easily but i think when it comes to the unvaccinated and in terms of transmission if you have like the reason why the transmission is less is because you have the vaccine and you have those antibodies in your body that they when once the sorry once the virus comes within your body the vaccine and the antibodies are immediately attacking it to make it less uh, potent. And that why, that's why it's less transmissible. But that same logic would work if someone has already caught COVID before, too. You have the antibodies and your antibodies are going to be able to uh, fight off the, the virus the moment it enters into your system, making you less transmissible as well, too. I understand that it does need to be more research in terms of how, like, if you can catch it again, e- even though you've caught it the first time. Um, so, yeah, there does need to be more more research on that as well, too. But at the same token, there also does need to be more research on the vaccine as well, too. It is only in its third phase and there still is a fourth, I think, a fourth and a fifth phase that it has to go to. Um, that's still be, that's still go undergoing right now whilst we are taking that at this moment. So there does need to be research because it does take time for these things to come into fruition. So there's re- research that needs to be done on both sides. I just feel like. When it comes to the discussion, it's just like, I don't know. I don't like people spending misinformation on both sides. And there is like, whilst, yeah, there is a large amount of misinformation that's being spread 
by quote unquote like the right or whatever you want to say or people who are anti-vax or people who are hesitant there is also just as not just as much but there is also misinformation being spread on the left side as well too in terms of it like people will just completely disregard stuff because like they're they're like oh it doesn't align with what i believe so i'm just not going to listen to what you have to say whatsoever which to me is just stupid and like illogical like it's it that doesn't make sense on why you do that and it, that's just coming down to emotions and you're just being manipulated by your emotions at that point as well, too. Um, on the front of like the hospitals being overrun, I, I mean, we kind of discussed this on the last episode. Like, yeah, we know that the healthcare system has been shit and it should have been way better because COVID's kind of exposing it. But I mean, it is it is unfortunate. Like, we don't want that to happen. But there are a lot of people who are, who are like healthy and like they're unvaccinated and a lot of those people won't end up in the hospital. I mean, we are talking about a uh, like virus here that does have a 99% like recovery rate. So for sure, the people who are like, if you're immune compromised or you have underlying health issues, I do highly recommend that you should probably should get the vaccine because then, then that way you aren't going to be as susceptible to being in the hospital. But I think regardless of your vaccination status, whether you are vaxxed or not, because I have seen a story about uh, an Olympic swimmer who ended up in the ICU and she has both of her shots. So I think that if you are going to end up in that situation, um, like it, it, like that can happen regardless. That's all I'm saying is that I think that that can happen regardless. And for sure, definitely getting vaccinated will lessen that, especially if you're immune compromised. But I do think that COVID's not something that's going to disappear. I think it's going to be something with us. So until they decide to address the fact that, you know, the healthcare system needs more help and, you know, we need to have more like nurses and need to have more infrastructure built to help that. Like that's always going to be, I think, an issue no matter what we happen to do going forward. Like I still think that's going to be an issue regardless. So that's also I did not miss the Vax debate being off social media. <laughs> yeah, that's one of the problems I have with being on social It's like I always end up reading one of that shit because I just get so warped and I'm like, fuck, man, like how are people this like divisive or something if someone wants to get it like good like kudos to them like obviously they're doing something that's good but if someone doesn't want to get it, it's like their body like just fucking leave them alone like who cares like i don't get why people get so upset about it because if you're vaxxed you're not worried about the next person this goes back to my point of i've been outside i've been with people i've been in gatherings no one ever brings up this discussion about vaccines and like you should be getting vaxxed and you shouldn't be getting back People are just there to have a good time. Like I always hear people be like, oh, I feel way safer now that I'm in a place where like people aren't vaccinated. I've been out with people who I know for sure aren't vaccinated. I never give a fuck. I wasn't worried about it. I wasn't scared or anything like that. Like those conversations have never come up in the circles that I've been in. And I highly doubt that they do come up in other circles. Like I've met random people and no one's like ever brought those discussions up. So it's just kind of weird that like that seems to be the thing that people kind of die on the hill on. But I digress. Um, we can move on to the next topic, probably the last one, because we're running out of time here. Uh, have you seen Squid Game? No, I haven't. I, I honestly, which is wild. I've been, I didn't like binge Netflix when I deleted social media. I didn't. That's really probably a good anything. thing, to be honest. <laughs> yeah, at, at that, I've heard about it and stuff, but I, uh, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't watch it yet. Did you watch it? Yeah, incredible show. I. Okay. I didn't even like I I was just cruising Netflix and I saw it and I just clicked on it. I was like, yeah, let me just check this out. After the first episode, I was like, yo, I gotta keep watching this. And pretty much I didn't binge it all in one day, but I binged it within like a few days. So so it's a great watch whenever you get the chance. I'll check it out. 
And also, if you do, don't watch it in English. Are you like, are you cool with subtitles? Me, yeah. I, I, I like it depends. Like the, the thing is, though, so I like, I don't mind subtitles at all, but this is just sometimes I can't watch it when I have to like get locked in. True. Okay. I would say this show, you, you got to watch the subtitles though, because the English dub is pretty bad. Like it looks so off putting when they're talking and like the voices don't really match up. So I would say I'm a subtitles person. So I always end up going to the natural language and just reading the subtitles. But I know there's people who are like, oh, I got to, I can't read whilst I watch TV. So yeah. I'll just like listen. And then in this case, it's terrible to do that. So um, I will say that. Chappelle has a stand up out as well, too. Haven't obviously looked at that. Um, I will probably be checking it out this weekend. I heard he talks about cancel culture once again, which a lot of people find to be annoying because his last three stand ups he spoke about it. Uh, but yeah, that will be an interesting watch. Um, oh, yeah, real quick on Squid Game as well, too. The studio creator, the guy who created it, um, the story going around is that he got rejected oh, from all the studios as well and shit. And the reason why people are gravitating towards it now is because we're kind of in a world where it kind of seems applicable. So I kind of get that. Like, I don't think this movie would have worked maybe 10 years ago because we weren't really into all that dark stuff as much as we kind of are now. So it kind of makes yeah. sense that it kind of blew up. Um, but yeah, I don't know. People are like, oh yeah, I don't like give up on your dreams. I'm like, yeah, yeah, that's for sure a thing too. But I think that this guy kind of just like, it just like timing worked out for him instead of him not necessarily like giving yeah. up on it. Oh man, I'm, like, <laughs> we're about to be done. So don't give me some, today is not the day. I'm not gonna, don't give me started up on that mantra of like, never give up your dreams and look at this one person at work for But I'm honestly like, I'm, yeah, we, we got to end this podcast because the, neg- the negative storm is coming in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, was say, I, don't think, like, I don't even think he was pitching it for 10 years. Yeah. I just honestly think he probably just started and then we're it didn't work and then he like shelved it and then decided to come back later on. Like, You're in, stop bringing this up. <laughs> <You're taking laughs> all right. Uh, and then, yeah, just last thing, uh, real quick, R. Kelly, guilty of all charges for uh, sex trafficking and racketeering. So the jurors have found that R. Kelly, R&B singer, is guilty of racketeering, including acts of bribery and sexual exploitation of a child, along with separate charges of sex trafficking. Uh, he was found guilty on nine accounts, one of the accounts of one account of racketeering, eight accounts of violating the Man Act on uh, the Man Act of the 14 underlying acts of racketeering. And he needed to be found guilty of at least two counts to be convicted on that count. Jurors found the prosecutor had proven all but two of the 14 underlying racketeering accounts. So, okay, rightfully so. He should be in jail. Um, The thing that I've heard now, though, is that apparently Arda Kelly might be snitching on people who are involved. And if you look at the charge of racketeering, that's not something that's just solely on you. It does usually come with an organized crime thing. So it wouldn't be surprising if he did end up snitching on the other people who were involved or if he ended up telling on other celebrities who also may have been involved in some underage sexual acts. And we know how crazy Hollywood is. We know how crazy like they are behind the scenes. So it wouldn't surprise me if he did do it. The only thing is that we don't know if he's going to be able to get that out because we know when it comes to these high-profile pro- cases and these high-profile celebrities and when money's involved, 
especially of that magnitude, because who knows what R. Kelly's seen in the industry. Like, he's been around for a long time. So he could have stories on near nearly everyone in the industry. So if that does come to light, it could be lights out for a lot of people and a lot of money lost. So if he is snitching, obviously he's going to need to be, you know, held up in a certain area because the risk of that coming out, like we've seen with, um, what's a dude, Epstein. So it's either he could get killed before he is able to testify or some shit is actually going to go down. It will be interesting to see. Um, yeah, as uh, I don't know if you still are an R. Kelly fan. Are you gonna listen to his music I'm, still? Is is that over? Or are you? I, the uh, I'm I, I, I will not comment on that right now. Actually, all right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I didn't really want to put you on the spot. I just didn't know where to go from the rest of the conversation. Like we're you know. just real. <laughs> no, let's just wrap it up. <laughs> all right, <laughs> we can just wrap it up. Um. Yeah, that'll do it for, I believe this is episode 103 or maybe 104 of the Pops Culture Podcast. As always, guys, thank you for listening. Be sure to like, rate, review, subscribe on all major streaming platforms. That's iTunes, SoundCloud, Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, and Amazon Music. Um, Glad to have you back, Gabe. And we will see you guys, (laughs) yeah, hopefully next week. Who knows? But peace. Okay. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Mom deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.